0: Welcome to Seeking Paradise, Reflections on Spirituality, Community and Justice. What did Jesus teach? Adin Balu, a universalist activist of the 19th century, said we must not only preach but live by what we have received as truth or else denounce it honestly as impractical. And what Adin Baloo was saying in that was that this teaching of Jesus, we have to take as being actually a practical recipe for how to live life. And if we really, if we really want to take Jesus seriously, then we ought to try to live that way. Or else say, well, this is this is fantasy, this is nonsense, this is not practical, and not even try, not even give lip service to it. Adin Balu in that in that saying was, was was rooting himself in a in a universalist Christian spirituality rooted really deeply in the teaching of Jesus. In that sense of Jesus as a human prophet who taught a gospel of love and a radical way of living and that really comes from when Jesus said things like why do you call me Lord Lord and not do the things that I'm telling you why do you worship and say oh you're so great Jesus if you're not actually going to pay attention to the teaching and walk the path to pay attention to that that core teaching on love and on justice and on prayer, equality, forgiveness, money, nonviolence. That's the core. That's the core teaching of what Jesus actually talked about was those things. And historical scholarship helps us to understand this more fully, demonstrating Jesus really as a radical Jewish prophet who was asking people to be transformed into a different way of being rather than asking people just to worship him. I would argue, and the the radical traditions would argue, that much of the Christian Bible was written uh, by people who didn't meet Jesus or lived long after him. And that when we pay attention to those bits that aren't really rooted in, in in Jesus's actual life, we can be distracted from that core challenge and that core teaching of Jesus. Not to, and we can be we can be distracted by things by believing in Jesus by things like virgin birth and and death and resurrection uh, uh, and those things that surround the life, the core life and teaching of Jesus. What he actually said was was what he was trying to get people to do. For my kind of tradition, for the tradition that I follow, for the tradition that this ministry is is rooted in, um, there's a sense that those things birth death resurrection aren't the core aren't the most important things the most important things is what jesus actually said as the way to be a human being and what actually matters so what was that teaching in a really this is a really simplified version because jesus's teaching is so multi-layered and and ever unfolding the more you kind of get into it the more you see different layers of things going on but that's not an excuse not to actually get to what the core core of it was to, to 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 say it fairly simply which i think is where we can start by saying it fairly simply saying it fairly simply the first thing is that god loves you jesus uses the image that every one of the hairs on your head are counted That there's that much compassionate attention given to you by the divine presence, by the loving presence of God, that the hairs on your head have been counted by God. This is an intimate, caring lover that holds us, that holds everyone. And yet, although there is a universal aspect to this love, this is a universal unconditional love for everyone at the same time there is a particular attention paid to the poorest the most vulnerable the most oppressed that god is on the side of the oppressed blessed are the poor yours is the kingdom of god said jesus blessed are you who are hungry you're going to be filled there is a sense that there is a movement of history which is about the oppressed seeking justice and jesus is really clear in all that he says that this is the direction that god is pushing us into this thing that jesus calls the kingdom of god where the poorest the most vulnerable those on the margins are get their liberation through the work of this thing, the king, this thing, the kingdom of God, there is an especial first attention for the work of justice for the oppressed, and that our um, our response to this um, this movement of the divine that we get a sense of is is to move into the flow of that love. That that divine, uh, forgiving, universal, compassionate love can flow through us and make us uh, capable of a love, not just to those close to us, but to, to all people, including our enemies. You know, there's an invitation to for our love to become divine. Jesus says, If you love just those who love you, what good is that? If you do good to those who already do good to you, what, what credit is that to you? Love your enemies. Do good. Lend expecting nothing in return. And you will be children of the Most High. For that divine love, God, is kind to the wicked. So be Full of compassion, just as your father in heaven, just as your mother in heaven is full of that compassion. So our challenge is to move into the deep, compassionate, universal love of God. To move through becoming citizens of the kingdom of God into a place where God's love that is universal, that lifts up the lowly that loves the unlovable is something that we're capable of doing as well. That's the core of what it is. That's the core of what Jesus teaching is that we're invited to enter into, to understand that love and to enter into that love and to respond to that love. That's it. That is the core of what Jesus taught. That is the core of what it means to be someone who's trying to follow uh, the teaching of Jesus there is more to it but that that's the core